Welcome to the With You Always podcast brought to you by Sushipe, the online community and formation platform for disciples. Here we invite followers of Jesus Christ to share reflections and wisdom from the journey. Our hope is to instill a recognition that God is indeed with us always. Today, Thomas Escrow, a husband, father, and parish ministry worker from Aberdeen, South Dakota, shares what God is doing in his life. A reading from the Holy Gospel for the fourth Sunday of Advent. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. For it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took his wife into his home. St. Joseph, the protector of the Holy Family, such an important figure in the life of the church, and yet we know so little about him. And this gospel passage gives us perhaps the most that we know about St. Joseph. Of course, he's mentioned in Luke in the infancy narratives that Luke gives us, but really Matthew here expounds more on St. Joseph than any of the other gospel writers. And I've been married for 10 years. And um, early on in my marriage, I came across an apostolate named the Fathers of St. Joseph that was really helpful for me, an apostolate that seeks to help men to grow in their fatherhood, to become icons of God's own fatherhood, to conform our lives to God so that God's fatherhood might radiate through us in in our human fatherhood. And the fathers of St. Joseph encouraged men to do that by setting up sort of four pillars of spirituality based on this gospel passage. So let's just go through those four pillars that we see in St. Joseph today. Pillar number one, embracing silence. That upon hearing the startling news that Mary is found to be with child, that Joseph doesn't make a rash decision, but rather, in a sense, he sleeps on it, Right. But he he's embraces silence and goes into the silence to listen to the voice of the Father, to listen to God who comes to him in, in through the angel to deliver this message. So embracing silence, embracing a life of prayer. The second pillar, embracing woman. That uh, I can imagine that even after hearing what the angel has to say, Joseph has a lot of questions, has a lot of fears, has a lot of um, insecurities or thoughts or emotions But the last line of the gospel is, and he took his wife into his home. And to me, that rings to Joseph doesn't just bring Mary into his household um, and says, I'll protect you. But rather, he brings Mary into his heart, that he fully intends to embrace Mary in marriage, um, to share his his deepest heart and his desires uh, with his wife, that he embraces Mary and is vulnerable with her. Right. Mary being a perpetual virgin. I'm sure Joseph had a lot of questions about that and what life was going to be like for them. Right. And I can imagine those conversations that Joseph has. And it's an encouragement to me to be vulnerable and uh, to share my heart with uh, my spouse in the vocation that God has destined for me 
um, has placed before me as, as a pathway to holiness. So embracing woman, embracing your wife. A third pillar, uh, embracing children or embracing the child. Now, Mary being found with child um, before the final stages of marriage. So it says that they were betrothed. So in Jewish custom, they were something beyond today's conception of engagement, but not fully married. So in Jewish tradition, there's multiple stages of the wedding. And so they're not at full consummation of the wedding, but they're something beyond engaged. They're betrothed. And so um, for Mary to be found pregnant during this stage would be contrary to the law. And therefore the punishment justly um, would be to stone her, to stone her to death. Okay. Um, and Joseph steps in the gap and protects Mary from this. And this is why Mary, it says that Mary makes haste to go see Elizabeth. Perhaps a reason why Mary makes haste to go see Elizabeth to avoid uh, the other people of Nazareth or that Joseph even brings her with to Bethlehem to be enrolled in the census. Joseph wouldn't have to bring her with as the head of the household. He would just have to travel down and Mary could stay in Nazareth. But he brings his nine-month pregnant wife to protect her. He protects them as they fly uh, to Egypt. And he steps in the gap between the world and his family and protects them. Fourth pillar, embracing charitable authority. Now, authority is a word that we hear in today's 21st century America, and it just doesn't just doesn't taste right. Right. Uh, we don't think of authority very well. But what does it mean to have charitable authority? And the fathers of St. Joseph teach men uh, to have charitable authority, to have God given authority in your family. It means that you are called to set the pace of self-giving love. You are called to set the pace of self-giving love. The rate at which I sacrifice my time, my talent, my treasure, my uh, life for my wife and my children and model what it means to lay down my life in sacrificial love is the rate at which my children and my wife will do the same. But I have to lead in that. I have to model what it means to sacrifice. I'm called to pick up my cross um, and truly love a disinterested love for them, for them to see what that is first so that they can mirror it in their lives. So, uh, and this is what Joseph does um, in the Holy Family. Um, you know, oftentimes we think about Joseph as the carpenter, but there isn't a lot of trees in modern Israel if you've ever seen pictures. Um, so actually the the Greek word in the Gospels is tekton, tekton uh, for Joseph, which really is more like laborer, laborer and Really, the closest that we can guess based on uh, the skills of the day is that Joseph was more of a quarry man, more of a someone who worked with rocks, um, quarry worker. And so Joseph, probably with Jesus as he grew up, spent long days, right, working in the quarry, hauling out rocks and, and carting them where they needed to go to be formed into stones and placed uh, to build things. So a super manual physical job, and it's within this charitable authority of laying down his life physically even for his wife and his child that Jesus learns what it means to carry the cross from his father who's taught him what it means to sacrifice. So embracing silence, embracing woman, embracing children, and embracing charitable authority. These are the pillars that it takes 
for our fatherhood as men to image God's father, to be an icon of God's fatherhood so that all may come to know God as father. God bless you and happy fourth Sunday of Advent. Hi, everyone. My name is Eric Gallagher, the founder of Sushipe, the online community and formation platform for disciples. I wanted to take a moment to thank you for listening and also to encourage you to check out our online community at sushipe.co. That's S-U-S-C-I-P-E dot C-O. At sushipe.co, we're constantly offering free book studies, self-guided mini retreats, opportunities for family fun, prayer, and more. If you're interested in engaging with a community of individuals who are desiring to grow deeper in their spiritual lives, check out sushipe.co and get involved today.